welcome back to the Brother Browder podcast. And I was uh, in between appointments and I'm waiting on my next appointment. And so I, I thought I would jump into Google and I just typed in the good news. And this website appeared. It's thegoodnewsnetwork.org. And I've, I've been on it for the first time, and I saw this story, and it's, it's all pretty good stories. And this one is entitled, First Public Microgrid in the U.S. is Powered Up in Chicago to Keep Energy Flowing During Emergencies. And yes, full disclosure, I have a solar business, so I am very biased, and I do like this subject. With that said, I'd like to say that it's not the only option, it's, it's, and we don't even know if it's actually the best thus far, but what they're doing is really cool, especially to a person who does like renewable energy. So essentially, in uh, Chicago, about 15 minutes south of downtown Chicago in this neighborhood, uh, Bronzeville, Chicago, they have built the first public uh, microgrid in the nation, which for me is hard to believe, but that word public might be the operative word. And, you know, congratulations if it is the first public uh, microgrid in operation. There are definitely lots of private microgrids throughout the country but this sounded really good and um, essentially what they're doing is they're taking this neighborhood and they're even including the public works they're including the uh, police department and the police station the fire department and the fire station so this is critical infrastructure that they are incorporating into this microgrid system where as much as they can produce is renewable from solar then they're using a series of generators which are massive and uh, battery backup and they even are incorporating electric vehicle charging infrastructure so I'm a big fan of the whole thing and I hope that this becomes a, a fast and growing trend uh, yeah full disclosure of course I love solar Um, I would hope to do projects like this one day. This would be something that would be um, an incredible project, whether it was for uh, public or private. But there's going to be a large trend in people uh, who are banding together, joining together, taking even corporate funds and pooling them together to create microgrids. And the benefit of the microgrid is that... um, Absolutely. Yes. If there's a, if there's an emergency, you have backup power and it turns on automatically. Yes, absolutely. If there's a natural disaster and the, the power goes out, your microgrid is still going to run and it's going to be run on solar power, which is backed up with generators and battery backup. And so these, these uh, systems, when programmed correctly, can run for a long time and even indefinitely. So it's a beautiful concept, and and what's also just so, um, I guess it's just almost artistic. It's just, it's a beautiful thing that the community itself, and as far as I know it, I'm only reading the headlines, is really benefiting from it with 
um, jobs and opportunities and education. And when I mean education, I saw a little piece on this. They're actually going into the high school and teaching kids uh, about microgrids. They make their own small little microgrids at scale, which is like, I was impressed. And so these kids are learning the ins and outs of this technology, which puts them in a perfect position to be able to be the people to generate wealth from things like microgrids. And so it's just, it's just a beautiful, uh, it's definitely reaching deep into the community that it's actually serving. So it's just this win, 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 win situation. And that's why it's the good news. So, um, on this type of project, there are, uh, I'll just give you some more of the kind of like headline stuff that it's bringing to the table. So everyone remembers, uh, Texas where the windmills froze and they didn't have power. This system, although it's not perfect, it will prevent that from happening. And more importantly, if the grid just for any other reason, if the grid should fail, so let me, let me just back up a second. This is both on grid and off grid. So when the grid is up and running and fully operational, it is, it, it works with the grid. If the grid should fall, then the microgrid automatically turns on and now you're still operational. So it works with or without the grid. The, the working with the grid is extremely important though. That is how it will work, you know, 99% of the time. That's, that's probably what it's for, but it's nice to have the backup. Well, if the grid goes down, we're still, we still have lights <laughs> and and everything else that goes along with electricity, including the sewage systems, the, the, you know, a lot of the water actually involves electricity. So it's, it's very important. But the other part is it creates more security because at this point it's a 50, 50, and this is just my opinion, you know, as far as the grid as a whole and it's safety. I mean, yeah, natural disasters and emergencies are going to create grid failures, but it's also just the grid itself and now how grids are, and, and even the national grid is susceptible to cyber attack. And so this is a hedge against that. And so I would love for our country as a whole to embrace this opportunity because it's 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 replacing jobs and it's creating jobs you know now this doesn't have to be a binary yes or no you can love solar and renewable energy and and battery backup and evs and all that stuff you can love that stuff and still believe in oil and gas and 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 the benefits of it for today and where we are right now right and so it, it, there it, there seems to be some <laughs> I guess something out there that people believe you have to be one or the other. Um, absolutely not. But uh, this is just encouraging because I would love to see our country become more energy independent, right? That we would, even if our grids should fail, we would be able to, you know, have a pretty good infrastructure within our country, private and public, creating microgrids. Um, 
And then you just get into the costs of it. Just that there, there is no downside. The cost of it is actually it, it, it creates it creates an economy immediately. People start making money instantly. Jobs and opportunities are had uh, uh, immediately. So there you go. It's already making money, but then you just get into the raw cost and the numbers of it. And a lot of these microgrid systems, they are very complex and they do require a lot of um, you know, cutting edge technology and you know, building an infrastructure like that. It does cost a lot of money. Um, but the paybacks on these are incredible because of the renewable energy aspect and that you could create a microgrid and that it's literally covering its own cost within five, six or seven years. And that's including battery backup and EV charging infrastructure. Maybe it turns into when you include EV into this and people are not using gasoline and they're using solar power, you know, in on a, on a system that's owned outright, it's over 85% savings. So if you wiped out 85% of the cost of your gasoline, and that's for today, <laughs> that doesn't include what it's going to be in the future. But if you could wipe out 85% of your gasoline cost, which for a lot of people, they spend like, yeah, spend like a hundred bucks a week, right? That's 400 bucks a month. If you can, if you can eliminate 80% of your gasoline cost, well then the payback period on, on these type of systems, when you incorporate EV infrastructure, then man, it's, it's, it's within a couple of years, these things pay for themselves. So, uh, that's good news. I don't know. Maybe I felt like I was just excited about that. Obviously it piqued my attention because of what I do for a living, but I think that this is a story that should give people a lot of hope and that it should it, it should make you feel good. It's just one of those where it definitely is win, 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 win. I know somebody out there and they're may this is not against being against oil and gas at all. It's just like, hey, this is also here. And you know the truth is a lot of oil and gas people are losing their jobs. And nuclear. It's terrible. They're losing their jobs. And I'm not saying this is the this is fixing everything, but this is one way that those people are able to continue to work and 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 still thrive and succeed. A lot of people will come from oil and gas and move into renewable energy. And so it's just a way for people to transition in their careers. So that makes me feel pretty good.